Sunday four special Wednesday edition. It's Festivus. By the time you guys are listening to this, it'll probably be Christmas Eve. You'll be well in the swing of your holiday. Uh, but for now, it's the Christmas episode. Let's get right into it. Bring in my co-host, my cousin, Aunt. How are you? How's your Festivus going? What are you drinking? Oh, great, great Festivus so far. I'm sitting here with uh, a little eggnog, mm. getting the spirit of things, with the old Jack Daniels mixed into it, as is uh, custom, proper custom. I actually had bought a bottle of the Evan Williams eggnog for tomorrow. All right, nice. I I'd gone years without trying it, and then I was at a uh, in-law's house like last Christmas. Had a little with dessert. Yep, yep. It tastes exactly how you expect. <laughs> is it? Is it's it? Only, and it's only ten bucks, so it's like it's not like you're really spending that much on it. I feel like that one's not refrigerated. When I see it at the store, it's not. But I have it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that that scares me though. Any dairy product that's not refrigerated, kind of a little iffy to me. That being said, yeah, I don't know the what, I don't know the protocol on it, but I got it right in the fridge, and it's going. Well, once you add booze to the equation, I'm like, oh, well, okay, you can make a case for it. But you top yourself off with a shooter on top if you really want to, just to double down, kill whatever bacteria could be on top. How how boozy is it? Like when you te- when you tried it, was it? Could you taste? Oh it? It no, like, it's not very boozy. Yeah, not not strong at all. It's more of just like you know it's there. It's but it's more of just like a nice nice say. Uh, it's a nice more of a digestive, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. It's like a uh, liqueur almost. Rather yeah, it's than, very... Uh, rather than like an actual eggnog product. Yeah, you do like one, two tops. You're not sitting there getting hammered on a... Uh, at least yeah, that's me with anything like that, like a you know, white rush. And anything dairy, I can only do a little bit. Yeah, I got wasted off eggnog one time when I was in college. Oof, that sounds... <laughs> yeah, it was like a... It was, it was a sorority party and there was... Um, like a punch bowl full of it, and it was real boozy, and I just kept hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And uh, there was other things going on that night as well. Don't need to get into those uh, live on the air here. But, um, yeah, it was not a good end to the night. I saw most of that eggnog again. <laughs> you, add punch, you add a punch bowl to the equation, though, it's hard not to keep going back to the well. That, I, yeah, I guess it's not even really my fault then. Good call. I couldn't it's just really appetize. It's just, uh, it's just calling your name. You got the punch <laughs> bowl right there. And I don't think a lot of people were drinking it. I just thought, like, oh, this is great. It's just holidays. There should be eggnog. And I felt like I was being festive about it all. But no. Did no. you eventually start dipping your glass in, like Clark Griswold style? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if I was the only one there, it's a very good possibility I did, but I don't remember. Yeah, I never really did the whole eggnog with booze thing. Like, I would have one glass on Christmas Eve just because I kind of like eggnog, even if there's no booze in it. Um, yeah, it is good. Yeah. It is. But, yeah, you add booze to it. It does kick it up a, a little bit of a notch. So this is the first year I'm, I actually bought a bottle of the Envoy just because I was kind of sold on it last year. So we'll see. We'll see if it's a hit or not. We I always get a like a quart or a half gallon or whatever, something of eggnog put in the fridge for December. And a couple of nights throughout, I'll you know sit down and have a little bit, like my. Do you have booze in it every time? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yep. So I guess that's the way to go. Well, in the spirit of Festivus, Ant, do you have any grievances that you would like to air? Anything you want to get off the chest? Anything bothering you? Uh, well, I mean, that's basically the show. It's it's us airing grievances every week mixed in with, like, some football and whatever sports are going on. I was thinking today. Festivus um, every day on something. I don't know if it's because it was Festivus or not, but I was just sitting there at my desk and I was thinking because I know you got to work tomorrow for a little bit and I got to go into work for a little bit. And I was just asking myself, like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? Everyone else, every other group gets their holiday off except us. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh, we get Christmas off. Yeah, but everyone knows Christmas Eve is the holiday. (laughs) At least they should know. You know, and everyone, all these assholes for years, right? All these assholes for years like to talk about the war against Christmas, right? War against Christmas. Happy holidays, this. It's like, no, it was right under your nose the whole time. It's not a war against Christmas. It's a war against Christmas Eve. There's no war against Christmas. And guess who's losing? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is losing. Christmas Eve, yes, it's for God. Stop it the is, war against Christmas. There's no war against Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. It doesn't get the respect it deserves, and people don't realize. And I was going to make this an Italian thing, but going back to the Griswolds, you know, I watched Christmas Vacation a couple times recently. They weren't Italian, but guess what? They did the big thing, Christmas Eve. It yes. wasn't fish. It wasn't fish. It was a dry fucking turkey, some <laughs> sweet potato, whatever Cousin Eddie was digging into, a little bit of jello mold, some eggnog, but – it was, it was Christmas Eve. The movie they didn't even show you what happened the next day because you didn't need to. If Christmas was a novel, Christmas Eve is like the body of the book and Christmas Day is the epilogue. Did, did Clark work on Christmas Eve? Or he was in the office on Christmas Eve, was he? <coughs> no, but it begs the question, did he have to take it off? Right, was it, a, was it a... He may have had to take like a week off, man, with all those fucking people there. I he probably I, I'd stay at work for as long as I could if I had Eddie at my house. But you're right, yeah. Unless you keep something yeah. to keep an eye on them, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work just having those people in there. It is really strange when you had to work on Christmas Eve, knowing that is like the biggest. Like, as as an adult, it's the most exciting day of the year. Yes, having to wake up and go to work, and then it's kind of watching the clock all day. Be like, you're right. What the fuck are we doing with ourselves? Why are we here? I mean, I do that, you know, three hundred times a year anyway. So it's nothing, nothing different. Oh, the little wild turkey over there? A little wild turkey. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's nothing new, but it, it is um, – I work from home tomorrow, so there's no commute and stuff. But even still, like, I'm going to log on and just check out. Like, I don't plan on doing much tomorrow. Yeah, if I'm being honest, I've been checked out all week. But, you know, and it's Christmas week. Yeah, I think there's people who are more checked out than I am that are maybe aren't even in the office. Like I'm, I'm, you know, kind of going through the motions, doing all work, but uh, no, I, it's not a, it's not a work for me to be productive. It's not a week for me to be productive. No, sorry. No. Yeah. So Christmas Eve, getting a little bit of the shaft, and uh, I mean, what are you gonna do? Sorry, you you live with it. I got. It's uh, way, I, you know, you could use a day, you could use a personal day, but it's a little bit of a principle thing. Yeah, it's, it's integ- a little, you know, a little bit of a uh, ego thing too. Like I'm not using a day. I shouldn't have to. Yeah, use you should give me the day off. I I wholeheartedly agree because there's a lot of people that will take off tomorrow. I don't think I've ever taken a 
personal day or a vacation day on Christmas Eve because you're right. Fuck you guys, you family value cocksuckers. Why don't you fucking be like, yeah, go enjoy the day. And they'll like, let us go early. Like we'll get an email tomorrow and be like, yeah, go enjoy the day, whatever. Uh, like, well, thanks for, you know, for making me drive all the way to work and shit if I was actually there. Which I have. Oh, been. yeah. I mean, it's a very do nothing day. I, I'm not going to be there very long. I'll probably one at the absolute latest, but just it makes things a little trickier because I want to, there's a few, I got to make the rounds tomorrow and see some yeah. people before I set up post. Yeah. I got to go pick up some, you know, some breads and stuff, some pastry. It's just a lot easier if I uh, had a clear schedule. Just let me enjoy the day. Yeah. Let, there's a lot of shit to get done, a lot of responsibilities that we got to fulfill. Just give us a day, man. Please. Nobody's going to do anything anyway. Yeah. It's uh, so weird. It's so we talk, I think we talked about this one of the last shows. But, like, so weird. People who don't celebrate Christmas Eve. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know if I know anybody that doesn't do anything on Christmas Eve. I've heard, I've heard from some people who will just – that'll be, like, their day to, like, stay home with, like, their immediate family, like, kind of a quarantine before it was quarantine was a thing. And then Christmas yeah. day will be the day where they do like the big. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I can't see the people who like order, order out on Christmas Eve or Christmas day. That's people I don't get. Like you make it a little bit of an event. You don't have to do like, you don't go all out like we do. Or yeah. Not even, not even we, cause I'm not doing any cooking, but like, like the times so you don't have to go all out like that, but do something, do like a roast or something, you know, something for the fucking holiday it's a it's a monster holiday do right by it oh it's huge man it's yeah. a nice uh i mean it falls on a like on a weekend this year so it's convenient but you know sometimes you got to go to work the day after christmas so christmas eve is the the holiday man you don't have to yeah. do shit the next morning a little wrapping maybe a little yeah. wrapping when you get home but yep holiday, yeah. christmas know? eve wrapping is a tradition one o'clock in the morning <laughs> sure Sure. Santa's not going to get those. How does Santa get in your house, by the way? He's magic. He can do whatever he wants. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty, pretty easy loophole to have. Very, <laughs> very, very convenient. He only uses his magic for good, though. Yes. Yeah, well, he is a saint. <laughs> I, uh, Imagine finding Santa in your house in, like, July. Can't explain that shit. <laughs> Vote is... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that that song I saw mom in kissing Santa Claus would be a lot different if it was in the middle of the summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's next thing. to the next to the barbecue pit on Fourth of July. So <laughs> I saw I saw, saw mommy getting groped by Santa Claus at a drunken Fourth of July party. <laughs> yeah, he was checking yeah. his list. He was checking her list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a, I got a few grievances for you mm -hmm. i really don't like when these corporations are it's a lot of, a lot of fast food places do this but when you see commercial that takes a christmas song and makes it like into their commercial like talking about their products or some shit mm -hmm. olive garden has it this year kfc has had it before what do they use for their songs uh olive garden i don't remember what it is i just know they talk about uh, there's like a line like about being there's there being so many Alfredo sauces at <laughs> at Olive Garden. Like fuck you. I mean, don't get crazy. Like Alfredo sauce, like it's fucking old cream and cheese. Get get over yourselves, all right? Not, not that hard to do. Um, 
And the KFC one was like with carolers and stuff. I don't even remember what the songs were. But just using it, just, just, just yeah, using just, it to sell their product. First of all, yeah, well, that that itself, just using it as a marketing tool is shameful enough. Um, but how lazy are the people that are fucking making these goddamn commercials? Like, oh, just just put words to this tune that's been around for the past 70 years. Come on, man. Do a little fucking work. How was that like the, the, the meeting you have with the, the head writers and shit like that? How is that where you, where you crack geniuses are coming up with? Oh, just put uh, just use jingle bells and put uh, the you know put about, talk about our drumsticks. Yeah. All right. What are we getting for lunch? Break. You know, yeah. Someone it. just throws that idea out there just hey. to get the ball, ball you're get, rolling. You're getting a raise there, Thompson. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's just it's, it's it's lazy marketing. It's uh, come up with something original for Christ's sake. Don't like it. Don't like it on many levels, eh? I think it's just um, – I, I almost can't blame them for it because I think people are so easily manipulated by stuff like that. And Christmas is – it's just universally loved. It's the number one. Right. I mean, if Christmas isn't your favorite – to me, like when you ask someone your, their favorite holiday, it's Christmas. It's, Christmas is like excluded. It's like besides Christmas, obviously. Yeah, you got the weirdos who will just say Halloween – uh, very strange when they do that, but but that that's exactly what these corporations think of you, fucking puppets. That's all you are to them. Like, oh, that's that's what they think that people are going to buy their products. Let's throw fucking jingle bells about drumsticks and gravy and shit like that, and they're going to fucking flock to us. That's it. It's all it is is to get it stuck in their head. So they're they're going around going KFC, KFC, then yeah. drumstick <laughs> gravy, and oh, you know what I can go for today. Come on, man. That's what they think. Crispy. That's what they think of you, man. They don't think anything of you. So, if you didn't already boycott KFC and Olive Garden, there you go. There's enough reason to do it. They don't even care to try to win your, uh, to to win your business. They just yeah, they, yeah, no, they 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 t- they take your business for granted if anything with those ads. Yes, absolutely. Not not Don Draper wouldn't. Would not put that product out there. That would not. That would not get past the first meeting. He would. He would shoot that down so quick. God, you imagine that fucking kid who ripped his nipple off was in there. It was like Don. Let me tell you. Okay, you know, oh come, all you faithful. Let's do that, but for a deodorant stick. Yeah, but Don, I'm like, no, get the fuck out of my office. Here's a rope. You go hang yourself where Lane hung himself. All right. No, it's 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 unacceptable work to bring to your boss. Don Draper would rightfully kick him on his ass out to the curb, and hopefully never to be in marketing again. Yeah. Let's do better, team. Let's do better. <laughs> Simple as that. You got anything else? I got a couple. If you got – I got a couple uh, – I got some problems. I, I – no, I, I actually – that was my number one, and it came to me actually like later on in the day when I was just pissed off that I was still at work. <laughs> that was the Christmas Eve one, and that's kind of like an every year thing. All right. Only because it's our only because it's our thing, you know, and it's just like kind of just gets overlooked. Yeah, no, I, uh, it feels like kicking the balls every year that we get forgotten. We're the forgotten people on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve diehards. Christmas Eve diehards. Yeah, I got a problem with James Harden. It. <laughs> James Harden. I don't like that he puts me in a position to have to root, like not root, but to be on the side of the owners. In no way, shape, or form, I ever take sides with the owners. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm all like 
players deserve to have a little bit of power. They deserve it. But he's out there flaunting the power that they have. And one, I mean, he's a great player, but he's not good enough to do that. He's not a transcendent player. Transcendental? He's not a Transcendent? Transcendent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I thought he was like an airline or something. He's not a transcendent player um, to, to the point where he can, you know, ha- hold his services over the heads of the fucking Houston Rockets. I just I don't I don't like that he he's he not only that is it the Rockets it's the whole fucking league because they had to cancel a game tonight because of him this is game one of a shortened season and that's two two franchises that he you know that takes a, a game away from their schedule and the, yeah. the whole league is kind of is in flux immediately immediately when they're kind of hanging on by a thread anyway or expected to hang on by a thread anyway as they as they go out into the into the world for a season rather than be in their own bubble. So I just don't, I don't appreciate the fact that he is going to a strip club to sabotage his team. And in essence, the league, it's a hostage situation. He's holding the Rockets hostage. It is. But don't you think if he wanted out of Houston so bad, he would have to be on his best behavior. Like, why would you go anywhere near this guy knowing what he, I mean, he, yeah, I don't get uh, He's that. supposed to be on his best behavior, and he's acting like a selfish piece of shit, entitled asshole. It's like, why would you go anywhere near D- this guy? Diva behavior. That's what divas do. Divas don't think that anybody anybody can uh, can change their ways. Like, this is me. This is, I'm going to do me. It's the me yeah. generation. I'm going to do me, which I'm all about being individual and doing your own thing. But you're part of a fucking team. You're under a fucking contract. I mean, you got to play ball a little bit. Right, use your power for good, man. Don't use it for fucking stupid shit like getting yourself to Philadelphia or something. Yeah, send him to Philly. Fit right in. <laughs> Fit right in with Embiid. It's where he belongs. It's Philly trash. All right, and my last one at. Yeah. So, I guess I got I can't, maybe take a little shot at myself because uh, so I, I had. I had one gift to pick up tonight. I had a mm-hmm. last minute um, idea for a gift, and the only way I could do it was pick it up at the store. I couldn't have it shipped here. It was just by the time I, I thought about it this weekend, it was just too late. Ordered it, and I was like, it was just easier for me to go pick it up. So mm-hmm. it, it had to be, it wouldn't be there till today. So I went today, pick it up. I went to the mall in Farmington, Connecticut. Have you ever been to this one? It's a nice mall. Have you ever been to that one? Oh, Farmington. I can't, I don't think so. It's a, it's a nice mall in that it's like it's it's huge, and there's classy type stores there. It's still a mall, so it sucks. But yeah, nice mall meaning it's not dirty, grungy. Tra- I mean, people are still trashy, and there's no pandemic in Farmington. This place, no. this place was fucking <laughs> packed. I I drove up and I was and like I figured if I went I figured out oh, it's not gonna be that bad. Like it'd be more people than you would than. And like uh, there have been, but it's not going to be like a normal Christmas Eve Eve situation. Everybody's going to have their shopping done, or at least no. you know, most of it. And I just figured I figured I go to the store, pick up what I had ordered, and maybe pop into one or two stores just while I was there to see because I wouldn't have otherwise been anywhere near these stores. I got in there, I was like, nope, this is no popping. No, this is just. And there was lines and velvet, not velvet rope, but like lines and a rope outside stores. People were waiting in line at uh, Victoria's Secret, at uh, I don't know, Coach, at fucking Foot Locker. And can you, like, 
So uh, in what world are you like, I, I need to get this gift. I need to get a Foot Locker. I need to get it on December 23rd. And yeah, I'll wait in line outside in a fucking mall. No, man. The store I went to had a, had a line. And I, they, I had to go to the bouncer. <laughs> I guess you call him a bouncer because he's guarding the rope. And I just mm-hmm. told him, you know, told my name. He called back on the radio. Two minutes later, they came out with the box. And I was like, adios. Have a merry fucking Christmas. You guys are all. What store was this? Uh, it was the, the North Face. North, North, oh. North Face. So, and they had it ready for you. You called ahead? I ordered over the weekend. It wouldn't be ready till today. Like, I guess they had to get it from someplace. But I, I don't know why they couldn't just ship it to me. It was, it just, it was more it, it was more of a guarantee that it would be at the store before Christmas than it would be here before Christmas. You know what I mean? I haven't been to a mall, but I have been to the package store probably like three times in the last week. Yeah. I could have told you – forget about the package store. I could have told you just from – driving around that malls were going to be packed because the streets are just flooded. (laughs) The roads are flooded with cars. I guess, yeah, I guess the, uh, the signs were there. Oh, they're all over the place, man. People are, uh, they're out and about. I don't know. I, I guess I've been guilty of it a little bit too. I mean, part of the reason I went out tonight was because I didn't have a kitchen and I need to get something to eat. But you know, gotta eat, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going shopping around in malls. And, oh God, it was miserable. I mean, I was there I, for ten minutes, and it was fucking miserable. What time of day was this? It was six thirty. Oh, it's kind of prime time. Yeah, but it People was. People are getting it, out of work. Yeah, but it was like, uh, it was like there was nothing going on. It was like you would have seen on any other year. And no, and yeah, by the way, I'm not, I can't say I'm surprised. All these people should still have never have been left out, let out of the house. We were a much better society when everybody was forced to fucking stay home. These people do not belong out of the house. People just like standing in the middle of the hall, like in the, like in the middle of the fucking walkway, looking at their phone, walking real slow, fucking, you know, just groups of, slow walk is groups slow of walk five stuff. people just taking up entire lengths of uh, the walkway. Blocking Anybody in scooters? I didn't see a scooter, but people walking very slow. Just get the fuck out of my way. Like, I'm here on, on a mission. Just get out of my way. And, and it's, it's ten times worse in a mall like this, man. Just brutal. Yeah. Brutal. These people all deserve to be shot or put in quarantine for good. I'm, I'm telling you, 96% of the people that were there deserve to have been quarantined forever. Yeah, but you ever look at some of these creatures, like these mutants, and just think, like, you know what? If the if COVID ain't getting these people, it ain't getting me. <laughs> I look uh, I look at some of these people, man, who are just this. Maybe ignorance is bliss for them. That's that's their key. That's the you know the, the uh, their medicine. You know. Sure. But I just look at I just look at some of these people and just be like, oh man, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I look at it, it ain't getting me. I look at it differently. I'm like, this guy was probably down at the ER today to get a, a nail taken out of his foot and yeah, tetanus shot. Yeah. And, and he's probably surrounded by people who have COVID. And he's or, or he just he doesn't care. He's not wearing a mask. You know, guys people walk around with the masks below their nose. And I feel like at this point <laughs> I feel like at this point they're just doing it to like piss off people that, that would piss off. But I mean, you know, you're not doing it right. If you're, wearing a, if you're wearing a mask, why bother doing it half the way? I don't, I don't get it. But I just think at this point, I think it's just like a troll job. It's like wearing a hat, like wearing it's kind of on. It's one of those jobs. Like I know it's pissing somebody off. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But now it's me and my Cincinnati Reds hat. Now it's middle-aged men doing it to piss off young liberals, where it used to be like uh, revenge. Yeah, <laughs> I see with the stickers on their hat sideways and shit. Like I don't know, piss off. Dangling it from the air like an earring. <laughs> piss Make off sure it's guy. not the gay side. Wearing their <laughs> wearing their pants too low. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is different. <laughs> but this, but very much the same. So. I uh, on the way on the way back from my. Uh, by the way, I had a hard time finding. Do you have a go-to Christmas station on, in the FM? Uh, no, I, if I'm on FM, I still have the free trial for XM. So oh, there's, yeah. a couple, there's a couple good ones on there. Are you gonna re-up when it's when it's up? I th- well, if they have like five dollars a month, I'll probably do that. Yeah. But if it's like the regular price, I won't. I don't know what it is, but it's like in the 20s maybe. I'm not going to pay $25 a month for that. I'm going to pay 5 bucks a month for it. Yeah, I mean, it's okay at times, but I wouldn't pay for it. For, um, the, for the discount price, I think it would be worth it, but not for anything more than that. Yeah, so I actually had a hard time finding Christmas Station. There's like one, there's like one or two stations that had Christmas music on, and I expected, I don't know, I expected a little bit better. Well, like the classic rock stations never do it, and like one or, one or two of them might even make a point that we don't play Christmas songs. Like, ah, there's too many Christmas. That's a songs. little. Well, there used I mean, to be. What are, you, what are you trying to prove, though? I mean, there's there's plenty of like classic, like Springsteen has his song. Like, there's, there's some classic rock you can you can find. Some musicians. Well, they, they, I feel like there used to be an overload of Christmas songs. Like from Halloween on, we'd get this Christmas. Like you have a station that was 24 hours Christmas. Yeah. And you oh, I'm only complaining because it's the December 23rd. I feel like it's here. We are. We're here now. Yeah, there should yeah. be, a, there should be a couple that are at least starting tonight. Should be 24 hours or 30 or 48 hours Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think 107.9 is the station. There might be. There was one other one. I think I was able to find. There was actually this country station that I just stumbled upon because I was cycling through everything, mm-hmm. and it had Blue Christmas by Elvis on. Nice. I'm not sure exactly how Elvis ended up on the country station, but you know, I took it way back from my haircut, cranking that, listening to that, and I was just like, "You could easily get sucked into a lot of these Christmas songs." Like that one, I was like, "All right, this might be the best Christmas song ever." Then, like, I heard Dean Martin, "Let It Snow," and I was like, "Wow, this one might be." Then you hear Sinatra. Like, <laughs> I I was driving around uh, Milford before. There's these uh, a bunch of houses right all over the place that do like these crazy lights. Mm-hmm. It's not like you see on TV, like the light show, like yeah, the, yeah. the light fight or whatever they call it. Yeah. But you know they 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 light up their house or whatever. So we planned to have dinner out there, and I was driving around, and that's where I was looking for the Christmas music, everything. Um, and it's easy to get uh, sucked. And I feel like all these songs they get like mashed together with the movies. I'm like, oh, what's this one from? Like Let It Snow, Dean Martin. That, I'm pretty sure that's the end credits in Die Hard. I think it's a Bing Crosby version of Let It Snow. Bing Crosby, okay. Yeah. But but it came on and I was like, ah, oh, phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> and I was thinking and I was like, this is from a movie. And this is from the end of credits of a movie. I was like, oh, it's the movie you watched literally last week. It's Die Hard. <laughs> well, the the classic one, first of all, Blue Christmas is like the only Christmas song you can listen to 12 months out of the year. Of all the Christmas songs, I mean, not that you're putting it on, but like I have it, like I have it on my Spotify. It's obviously it's saved, 
So I do shuffle a lot. But if it came on, I wouldn't shut it off necessarily if it came on in August or something. Santa Claus only- coming to town, Springsteen? That's, that's kind of depending, yeah. That's a possible one. I was at a concert so that- one time over the summer, and I think he played it. So I was like, you know, yeah, it was a makes- fan request still. Yeah, the kid requested it, right? Like a little kid? Probably signed. Yeah, if I got in, if I heard it at a concert, I mean, you're not going to, I'm not taking a leak during it. No, I'm just saying, like, since he did that, I was like, all right, because you do hear it on the radio here and there when it's not Christmas, I feel like. I've never, really? Really? I think I've heard it, yeah. Wow. All right. I mean, it could have just been October and just they were kind of jumping the gun, but I'm pretty sure I've heard it. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard it. It's not just in December. Christmas when that makes the rounds. To me, like Christmas season doesn't really officially start till I hear that on the radio. Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah, yeah. I heard that, and I heard "Merry Christmas, Baby" tonight. A lot of I cycled through a lot, a lot of Christmas songs tonight, and just strictly on FM because I really I don't really pick pick out play songs like on my phone or anything in the car. It was I like living by FM, like living dangerously. No, I do. I'm a big scanner. I do like to scan stuff, uh, scan through the stations, but with, I haven't really done it recently. Maybe, maybe tomorrow on the, on the drive-in, I'll hit FM a little bit. Have to. Santa yeah, Claus. Oh, to- yeah, yeah. You can't do serious on Christmas. That's not. <laughs> okay, it's not it's against the rules? All right. I'm glad, we, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we established it. I just made it a rule. That's fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> Santa Claus Coming to Town has a, has a few good versions of it. Bruce is like – the best, but like Sinatra's is really good. The Jackson Fives are really good. It's I, I don't know. Yeah, what, Sinatra's almost Sinatra has so I mean he has Christmas albums with just yeah. like all the iconic songs that it's almost yeah. like he's disqualified from Yeah, you can't like he's gonna he elevates every song. Of course if Sinatra's in it, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Um like I was look, I was actually looking up songs today, like you know, top whatever, top fifty Christmas songs, and like Sinatra had a version on like almost all of them. Mm. It was crazy. And he has, I think, he has multiple versions of a couple of them. <laughs> does he? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he does. Yeah, uh, I guess it's almost unfair. But both, you know what, I, Christmas, you know, and I, I like ninety nine percent of Christmas songs. Like, there's not, there's not many. There's not many I would shut off. I don't know if there's even one I would really shut off. The 12 Days of Christmas? That's the one. <laughs> and I listened to it today. You know what I mean? I was like in the car. Like my, my wife was doing a little scanning and like she didn't say anything. And I made a point. I made a point not to say it. I may have made one comment. Like I could take it or leave this song. It's just too long. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It's a little outdated. 12 Lords of Leaping. I don't need any of that shit. Yeah, who's buying people calling birds? <laughs> yeah, not to mention a calling bird, four of them. That's a good four point. Four fucking calling birds. That's too many. That's too many calling birds. How high? I was I was doing this math, doing this in my uh, when I was listening to the song. It's golden rings, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, two turtle doves, partridge in a pear tree. I don't think I can yeah. go above five, six. Right. 12 there's ladies dancings in there uh Six. i don't know the numbers though there's lords of leaping ladies dancing um geese a lang six geese might geese-a-lang. be six geese a yeah six geese a lang uh 
Fucking shitty ass gifts, man. I don't want fucking geese. Over gifting too. I feel like this person got some geese and was just giving them like no, no, just give them to. He's like trying to impress a broad man. Like let's ease up. Inspire something shiny, man. (laughs) Five gold. (laughs) Yeah, I only got ten fingers. I need five golden rings for. Christ Almighty, this guy overcompensating. So, do you do you know the one? This is I, I didn't I don't know why I didn't know this until this year. And why are there twelve days of Christmas? Uh, that I that I don't I think that's a Christian religious thing. It's a religious thing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Stupid song. I didn't I didn't realize this until this year that. Wait a second. Um. I believe uh, I gotta be sure I got the recording correct here. Yeah, I do. I do have this correct here. This is wild to me that this song "Peace on Earth" slash "Little Drummer Boy." Yeah, was it's David Bowie and Bing Crosby? <laughs> yeah, I knew it was Bing Crosby. It's Bowie too. Yeah, and that, and I don't know why it's never clicked to me how odd of a couple that was. And it was, and it was done. They did it together. It wasn't like Bing died and then. Bowie recorded over like his track. They did it together in 1977. Yeah. Yeah, we, were, we were talking about Sinatra before about how he has like every Christmas song. Yeah. I feel like Bing Crosby is like the Christmas. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but he like has cornered the market. It's like he is Mr. Christmas, Bing Crosby. Yeah, there's a few guys like that. Bing is on the list. He's on the short list. Uh, Burl Ives is on the list. He does yes, I heard a bro- I've songs today. What? Which one was it? I don't know. It was one of them though. He popped up. Kisser ones for me. Have a holly jolly. <laughs> Maybe it might have, have been. I have not heard that one this year. That's a good one. Where do you stand on Grandma got run over by a reindeer? I heard I like that it. one. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Something about her drinking too much eggnog. Ch- yeah, it changes it up a little bit. You know, between all the yeah, a little bit of a joke. And, yeah, yeah, I like it. No problem with it. Uh, uh, Jingle Bell Rock's a classic. Yep, yep. At what point did you like? Because we were saying like a minute ago, like Santa Claus is coming to town, like Springsteen, Sinatra, the Jacksons. Like at some point, I stopped listening to the new versions of these songs, and I wonder if like in 1980, whatever, somebody heard the Jackson Five version of Santa Claus coming to town, like nah, it's not the real version of it, and like pissed on it. Because they were they grew up listening to the other versions of it, so when I was a kid, I just accepted that all these versions existed. But now, if I hear somebody singing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town," I'm like, no, I got Sinatra, I got Bruce, I got Jackson, I got enough those versions. Those are the real versions. Those twelve versions that I love are the real versions, not this uh, bullshit from this new artist. But at some point in my life, I had a cutoff of what I can hear a new artist sing an old Christmas song. Yeah, it's like when you get to a point in a, as a fan where the guys aren't like your heroes anymore and they're just hired guns. Yeah. Like these new, these new artists are just hired guns that you don't even pay attention to. I think part of it's a generational thing. So yeah. like you grew up with the Jackson 5 where some people were, I don't know, our age when that song came out and they were like, the fucking Jackson 5. Like, mm-hmm. who are um, and I think maybe part of it could be – 
I think another maybe the I don't know it just the way music is released nowadays. Like I don't even know who sings the new song. Like, uh, yeah, does anybody come out with Christmas albums anymore? Like I don't even know. Yeah, I'm gonna look up and see if I get a 2020 Christmas album. I'm gonna get it for you. 2020. Christmas. I also feel like when I put on like I I just had a Christmas station on all all night when I was driving around. I feel like it's been the same songs for like my whole life. Like, what's the newest song? I the newest song I listened to tonight. I don't know what what year was Mariah Carey. I mean, that was the nineties. Nineties, yeah. I don't know if I heard a song that maybe, and I do gravitate more towards the older stuff. You know, like we were talking about Bing Crosby, Sinatra, Dean, yeah, um, Chuck Berry, Run uh, Run, 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 Run Rudolph, Rudolph um, made famous by Home Alone. Um, or maybe Chuck Berry made Home Alone famous. I don't know. Chicken <laughs> or the egg. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like most of the songs I listen to are older. So I don't even. I know Buble like has. He's like the new guy. I don't know. He's not new anymore, but you know, newer guy. Uh, but he does like he does like you know retreads, right? Like it's he doesn't really have original. As far as I know, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's uh. Like here, I'm looking. The next you're going to be in the car, you know, listening to songs like the next couple of days. You gotta make a note. Like, what's the newest version you hear of all the Christmas songs? See, but the thing is, like, if I don't know it, I'm probably changing it. But I mean, there are, let's see, 21 bet. Oh no, like, that's just from way too long. Yeah, 21 best Christmas albums of the 21st century. Like you're not listening to NSYNC, Merry Here's, Christmas, like Ariana Grande. Michael Bublé, Destiny's Child, Taylor Swift. Britney Spears has one that I would listen to. Justin Bieber, Bob Dylan. I didn't know Bob Dylan had a Christmas album. Jesse J. Seeger has a Christmas. I listened to Seeger today. Which one is him? Is uh, Z do? Uh, it's just, does Seeger sing uh, Backdoor Santa? No, nah, that's not what it that, was. Or is that Bon Jovi? Your boy. Um, there's a, I mean, there's a million Christmas albums from the past twenty years. Little drummer boy Seeger does a version of. Maybe that's what I heard. Nice. It wasn't. It wasn't Bowie. Yeah, it might have been. Might have been Seeger that I listened to. Yeah, but I would say probably of all the songs I listened to today. Mariah Carey was the most recent, and that was like 25 years ago. There's, there's more. There's always more. I, there's, that's an easy thing to do, man. I mean, you just release a Christmas album, and all your fans buy it because they like you. You know what I mean? True. I guess but, it is. It's an but, easy cash grab. But like all the people I just mentioned, I don't think I've ever heard one of their songs, though. They can tell me these are the best Christmas albums of the past 20 years. I don't know. I'm going to have to make a note and see if I hear I'm like from now until the end of the year. I'm going to see if I hear these songs cuz I like I have the top 40 stations programmed and when I go to them like today I went to them it wasn't Christmas music. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to the other stations which is more like light contemporary the ones that are playing Christmas music it's you know the Sinatra route it's the classical the classics, you know. Right, they're not going to they're not trying to Putting that new stuff on there anyway. 
they're just going to go because that's who's listening they figured 40 and up listen to those stations they don't want to hear exactly that's another that's another point like who's millennials are not driving around listening to fm (laughs) yeah absolutely everything everything is on their phone they want to hear this song at this time i like i said i like to roll the dice absolutely no yeah right like it's it's good to kind of take I grew up in a time, okay, where <laughs> the song Christmas Time in a Staven, oh, yeah. obviously a play on Silver Bells, you used to have to sit around. Like, I remember sitting around on Christmas with, like, Casey 101 on, just waiting to hear it. That was the only time you'd get to hear it, is if you were just sitting around and be like, oh, there it is, there it is. <laughs> yeah. These, these young kids. And you sit around with, uh, <laughs> with a tape deck and it's waiting to record. And it could, you'd always hit record, and you still have that piece of shit DJ talking over the intro. Yeah. I don't know if you did I made it. some tapes. I made some tapes like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, much yeah, much easier. These kids have it way too easy. But yeah, it's me. Spoiled and entitled. <laughs> okay. Listen to some FM. Grow some balls. Put some, hair on your, put some hair on your chest and listen to <laughs> FM. <laughs> There's your hanging grievances right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what uh, that. I mean, I didn't watch it. Festivus. I probably put it on tonight as I go to bed. But Festivus mm-hmm. is like must watch. Come this time of year, I think it's usually on TBS or whatever. Is it on the twenty third? I think they make a point to put it on. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out because I was looking. Oh, it's probably on. I would check right now. It's usually, on, I think Seinfeld's usually on at eleven, eleven thirty, right? is on right now festivus is the strike right yes it is on right now called it we're at 11 all right well i'll I'll tap with the dvr on right now and i'll uh i'll catch it a few minutes in have you heard uh baby it's cold outside this year uh i've not heard that one yet that got kind of canceled though right i mean I guess yeah. I heard the John Legend version once and it made me sick. The heck, that, I cancel that shit immediately. That's canceled. <laughs> That's atrocious. Can I call you a cab? So yeah. You, yeah. Can you trust some fucking cab driver over yourself, you piece of shit? It's fucking yeah. snowing out like dog shit. And you're going to fucking send her into a car? You don't know who the driver is? You don't know who this guy is. And it's fucking icy and cold and you can barely see out the window. When you wrap around the tree, when she gets wrapped around a tree, you're gonna feel better. Well, at least I didn't uh, try to entice her with a beverage. Jesus, yeah, get your head out of the goddamn gutter, people. Maybe it's you. <sighs> Maybe it's you people who are listening to listening to it all wrong. Oh, she says, "What's in this drink?" No, it's not a fucking drug. That's what people say when it, there's a strong drink. Okay, that's not that's an that's an old <laughs> thing. It, what's in this drink is just whoa. It's just like a funny thing to say if if something's like a little strong. It's a, it's a it's a joke. It's not a fucking like. Oh, you're are you trying to take it? Are you trying to get me drunk so you can take advantage of me? No, it's just say it's a fucking strong drink. That's all. Just trying to increase my chances. I'm not trying to take advantage per se. Ah, see, that's not gonna help the cause for the song at all. Man. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, if she's down for the, the cause, guy wasn't forcing himself on her. He right. was just, so if she, uh, if she, you know. Yeah, I figure if she's down for the cause, she's going to be trying to imbibe a little bit too to kind of loosen up. She wants to Whatever get, happened to taking a swing, taking a hack. Right, yeah. He's not putting – he's not crushing up something. He just can't charge the mound. <laughs> you know? 
you get up there and take a couple hacks, you strike out, you go back to the dugout, it's, you get up it's, next time. It's called courting a woman. Of it's an adult meeting of of, of adult consent. She's at, she's obviously there under her own willpower. She took the she's first in a room with a guy one on one, having a drink with him. They're obviously friendly. Yeah, she's not there against their will. Mm-hmm. Not once did I hear her say no. By the way. Leave me alone. No, I'm leaving. Not once I hear say that. Nah, she's playing a little hard. She was playing the game. She was playing the game. It's cute, man. People just put their head in the gutter. Like, they're protecting some fucking singer and a song that's been dead for 40 years from being taken advantage. Like, you're going to cancel that who, shit? Come on. Who wrote that song? I don't know who wrote it. Who's I mean, famous he, for is it? Does Dean do a version? I'm sure everyone does a version of that song, but. Yeah, and we have to like, cancel everyone who ever sang "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Yeah, well, and <laughs> seriously, it's got to erase them all from history. And it's and it's not like it stopped. Like, what about like Santa Baby? Right, that's like a seductive song of Santa. Like, oh, I saw mommy like, kissing Santa Claus. We're just talking about cancel all this innuendo stuff. There's no innuendo anymore. You're not allowed to do innuendo. It's all got to be fucking like laid out on the table. Like, no, man, what are you talking about? It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Have some fun with it. I can't believe it. I, I typed in Baby It's Cold Outside. See a result about Baby It's Cold Outside by John Legend. No, oh. no, 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 no. Don't play that song ever. Who did he do it with, Kelly Clarkson? I don't know. Baby It's Cold Outside was, writ- was written in 1944. Uh... We hadn't even had victory over Japan yet. I mean, Jesus, it's a little dated, okay? Dean Martin. Christ, 80 years ago. Dean Martin version. Ray Charles is probably good. And Betty Carter version. Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Jordan. The Glee cast. Ray Charles didn't help that uh, song's causes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he had a little bit of a checkered past. Willie Nelson and Nord Jones oh, for, is probably pretty good. This may sound insensitive, but like Ray Charles fused his wife, right? abusive I, don't know. I mean come on you can't let a blind guy beat you, <laughs> you know? i'm just sa- i'm just saying i mean it's a little i don't think it was like i don't think he was, duck I think, I think you could see shapes and stuff right i don't think it was like full he was up. blind as fuck i thought i think he was like blind i don't know i don't know if there's levels of being blind you're right Still. You're right, probably should have gone down that path because I have no idea. Well, I, that was one of my grievances. You asked if I had another one, I thought of one. No, it wasn't, didn't make it right. Didn't make it right. I'm no, just no, yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah, embarrassed yeah. to say take, a blind guy, you know. Take a step to the left, yeah. <laughs> my God, float like a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, a lot of great. I mean, holy, I mean, there's a million recordings of it, 86 recordings I have of it. Including three after John Legend's version. So people are still doing it. So good luck. They love recycling Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. Let's see. The the most recent one that I would like to hear that I have not heard. Jimmy Buffett (laughs) and Nadira Sakur. And, oh, Darius Rucker and Sheryl Crow. Okay, that's not bad. Hootie. Uh... And then I think I have to go back to Willie Nelson and Nora Jones in 2009. That one I got to hear. I got to hear Willie Nelson do it. Rod Stewart and Dolly Parton. Vanessa Williams and Bobby Caldwell. 
Going back. Vanessa Williams, all right. Mrs. Uh, Rick Fox. There it is. Formerly Mrs. Rick Fox. Yeah, I don't... It's this controversy shit. Oh, come on, man. So this is how this... Uh, uh, this is described. This doesn't help the, ca- the cause at all, but the lyrics are described as such. This duet is a conversation between two people. A host called Wolf in the score, usually performed Oof. by a male singer, and a guest called Mouse, usually performed by a female. <laughs> all right, maybe they shouldn't have said Wolf and Mouse. Well, no, I, it's clear what's going on in the song, but my point is every guy has been in a similar position, okay? That doesn't mean that you, you force yourself or anything. You're just, you're taking a hack, that's all. You're playing your cards, okay? That's all it is. She decides she, decides she has to go, she goes. It's not an OJ situation. Not gonna find caution tape around the house. It's just, he's just, he's, just uh, he's taking a little bit of a hack, that's all, taking a swing. Do you know what happens at the end of the song? Does she stay or does she go? No, because we can't, <laughs> we can't even we can't we can't even get to that part. We're all we're debating the fucking uh, opening lyrics, like it's, it's a fucking Zapruder film. <laughs> it seems like if these are the actual lyrics by the songwriter named Loser Frank, I don't know Frank Loser. Like yeah, there's no comma there. So Frank Loser. Yeah. Uh, the last two lines there, okay, fine, just another drink then. That took a lot of convincing. So I guess she does stay in the end. I don't remember hearing that part. But ah, She wanted the drink the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, talking to a drink or two from time to time and never did anything I didn't want to do after that. Yeah. Just wanted the drink. And then after the song, you should play the Rizzuto clip from the Meatloaf Paradise. That's, that, that's what goes down. Go right in. Go right into that. Round and third. <laughs> All right. So she stays for another drink. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Not the, and then maybe then maybe she leaves after that. Yeah. It's just one more drink. Jeez. Get o- get two, over your, two adults. Get over yourselves, people. What are you trying to prove here? What? Who are you protecting? Doesn't make that- any sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's listening to that song getting any uh, rapey ideas. Like, no. in, their own, in their own head, like, so, like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's fucking diabolical. Yeah, people, people, people get hung up on that line, what's in this drink? Pisses me off. It's fucking- not for nothing, like, some of the songs we've seen nowadays, or, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, movies and, like, television, like, <laughs> How are you going to be offended by that song? It's the most harmless. Thing. Because it can't. Because it can't hit back. That's why. That's the only reason why. All the people that are involved with it are dead. Punching so them. Yeah. It's all. It, it doesn't matter. It's just it can't protect itself. So it's easy for people to go after it. <laughs> and it makes them look like some big hero. And uh, I don't really have much of an opinion on John Legend, but the fact that he felt that he had to do that is a fucking joke. And if he just said, "Look, I want to try to make a few bucks. I'm going to do a clean version of it, or whatever." But no, it was a whole, like, trying to right some wrongs or some bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, clean version of Baby It's Cold Outside. I mean, come on. I don't know. I got, whatever. He's just, he's no, I know. Ch- That's what it is, though, which is insane. Yeah. 
Right. If you just want to change the lyrics and, and do it that way, fine. Like, I don't think I would even notice, but it, it became a whole social cause. And that's the only reason I even know. Too bad they didn't have the parental advisory back then. They, they would have had to slap it on that album. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have helped its uh, popularity. All the kids would have been running out to buy it. You hear this baby, it's cold outside. She stays for the drink. She stays. <laughs> I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Have you uh, watched any Christmas specials this year? Most of them. At least most of the ones that I, I, that I usually do. The Grinch, Rudolph. Uh, Frosty. I didn't do Charlie Brown this year. Uh, year without a Santa Claus. That's the one with Heat Miser. I thought that was Jack Frost. I know all those. All those after the four you just mentioned. All the, like the claymation ones blend together for me. Year without a Santa Claus is when Santa's sick. The two elves take off. Mrs. Claus goes after him, and there's Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Is it Snow Miser? I think so. Heat Miser not, and yeah, I think yeah, I'm gonna go Snow Miser. It's not Jack Frost. No, it's not. Well, I, mean, I don't know. It's the Jack Frost knockoff. They go back and forth. Mother Nature is their mother. <laughs> That's the year without Santa Claus. See, they, all, uh, they, all, they all blend together, man. Yeah, because Santa Claus is coming to town is like the story of how Santa Claus came about. Okay. Shows a meeting, Mrs. Claus, and oh, nice. Um, Origin. Then story. two other ones. One of them, you know, well, you both both of these, but I haven't watched Sopranos yet. No, I watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I was actually thinking about watching. There's one other episode of Sopranos that could be considered Christmas episode. It's yeah. the the finale of 6A. Yeah. I still about giving that one a shot after the show. And then it's not as good as it's not nearly it, as good. Yeah. It's, it, it was actually kind of a weak end to the, like it was a half season. So it wasn't really the end of a season. I remember being a little disappointed in it when it, when it, when it, when it yeah. And then the always sunny is the other one. Oh yeah. Well, the always sunny. I haven't was. watched it. I mean, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's that, a that classic came out of nowhere. Yeah. Back <laughs> in 2009. Yeah, it took us by storm. <laughs> um, as far as like the TV show, like The Simpsons, that's a good one. There's a couple of good Simpsons Christmases. Uh, shit, I didn't even think about these. Um, I don't know, like I don't know, like I don't the Friends one, Festivus we mentioned, Friends I don't really know. Mm, uh, like old classic television shows, like yeah, had- uh, yes, Cheers and those I don't really know. Cheers, I don't know. No. And like I said, yeah, this is it's funny because this is the that I'm watching right now. This is the Steinfeld Christmas episode. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Kruger shows up. Kruger. My son tells me your company stinks. <laughs> um, let me think. Other uh, other classic shows with Christmas episodes. Well, of, the, all, of all the specials, to me, Charlie Brown's the best one. Charlie Brown's your best. That's my mother's favorite one, too, I think, Charlie Brown. Yeah, it's the best one. You get everything. You get some music. Charlie Brown re- redeems himself a little bit. 
Snoopy's being. I'm gonna have to. I, see, that's not one that's usually in the rotation. I got to. Uh, I'm gonna have to start working it in the rotation. Let me see. I don't know if it's too late. If I still got it on. Didn't they? Didn't they not play it on CBS this year or something? Something had, happened. Uh, Apple bought it, so it was on Apple. It's on Apple's service. Ah, you're a scumbag, Apple. <laughs> Whatever. Get. To, I'll see you next year. Probably on YouTube, anyways. Probably somewhere else. On the internet. Oh, the Office's Christmas episode is pretty good. Oh, they used to have one like every year, though, didn't they? Oh yeah, probably. I'm thinking about this the Christmas party one. They have like a, the Benny Hanna Christmas. Oh, Benny Hanna Christmas is good. Yeah. And there was one where Mike they didn't want Michael to be Santa Claus. They want Phyllis wanted to be Santa Claus, and he was. <laughs> pissed about I think they had one like every year I think that was a, kind of like the gimmick they had uh, I don't know I could be wrong I'm not that up on the office I, yeah I just remember the Benihana one and the Christmas party one where he gets where what's his name flashes him at the end Todd Packer no one of the, the whoever like the drunk woman at the office oh was. Meredith Palmer yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounded like Packer. It sounded like a Packer move. Uh, so, yeah, even like looking at this list here, there's nothing I've ever really, I even really know. I feel like, oh, there's a Cheers Christmas one. I got to see that one. Um, yeah, I'm sure they were on the air forever. I'm sure they got to have a Christmas one. Uh, I do. Let's see. Yeah, this list has nothing that I I can even remember. Think, think All in the Family had one? Yeah, that's on the list. All in the Family's on the list. Oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm with Mary, Joseph, and Larry, where he gets the pubic hair stuck in his throat. <laughs> Pretty sure that's the episode. Oh, is that the one with Mary? You talking about Mary Steenburgen? Well, I thought Mary, like Mary and Joseph. No, but I thought it refers to her, though. That oh. If I'm thinking of the right one. No, he, like, doesn't he, like, he intrudes on a live nativity scene? Oh, I'd have to go back and see. I don't, I don't know if I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, and then Charlie Brown, I think, it's, the list is Rudolph and the Grinch. That's it. That's my, that's my list of the specials. The other, other ones I could take or leave, even Frosty. I don't really love Frosty that much. Frosty, yeah, I talk. We talk about that every year. I mean, my wife, Frosty's kind of down on the list. It's not nothing special. I do like I do like the Grinch because Grinch is nice and it's nice, like twenty twenty five minutes tight, yeah, quick, tight. Yep, gets to the point, gets in and out. Rudolph, I do like. Uh, I don't know. Good message sends a good message. You know, don't pick on someone because they got a red nose. A little okay. different. Wait, I that? also like you. I also like Yukon Cornelius, team player. Yukon, team player, man. He goes over the cliff at that abominable snowman. Yukon's well. When we say leader, Yukon Cornelius is who we're talking about. Yeah, he's the real deal. Great team, great, great. Rudolph's team player too, because he took off. He took off off the island because he thought you know the abominable snowman was going to find him there because of his red nose. So he yep. gave himself up for the good of the team. UConn comes back, returns the favor. Yeah. Yeah. He has a good team. There. Greatest prospector in the North. He absolutely, yeah. Uh, loves his silver and loves his gold. 
won't shut up about it. I will say Santa Santa gets like no respect in that movie because he's a little harsh, a little short with his uh, with his words, a little harsh with the people that works for him and stuff. But I cannot think of a more stressful position to be in than Santa Claus's position. I mean, you know, these UPS guys and FedEx guys are stressed as shit during this time. They're in December. They're working yeah. like eighteen hour days. Busting their ass. I'm sure it's not easy. All right. Santa, and I have a lot of respect for that. Santa has to go all around the world and drop off presents for all the good boys and girls. Right? That's everywhere. That's not just on his route. He's got to go everywhere in one night. That, that's got to be a lot of pressure for a guy. You've never felt pressure like that at your job. I never felt pressure like that at my job. You got you know, we have all year to kind of, staring you down like oh can we do it again we did, did it last year we just barely got by can we do it again santa's got a lot of pressure on him i think he, he takes it out on the elves you think well he just he was yeah he was a little short with them he yells at them for i don't know why the elves need to be such great singers but he wasn't happy with their rendition of whatever song that was they sang in rudolph um he wasn't too happy with Rudolph having a red nose either. Santa was part of the problem, not part of the solution uh, at first. <laughs> uh, well, he learned. I mean, he learned the error of his ways. You know, he he, right. and, and that's what people always forget. Yes, he was a prick in the beginning to Rudolph. Uh, Donner was a prick to his own kid in the beginning. Uh, they were all jerks to Rudolph in the beginning, right? But in the end, they all learned their lesson. I believe they all learned their lesson, not just because they needed a, a light to get through the fog, I believe they also realized that what they had done and how they treated Rudolph was wrong. Right, so you have to believe at the end that lessons were learned and rights were, or wrongs were righted. Um, otherwise, you can't really get over that one. Yeah. But, 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 but people just like their problems with stuff. People like, to, like, like we just said before, Rudolph can't, and the people who made Rudolph and the people involved Rudolph can't punch back. So it's just easy for people to say, no, this is a bad story for kids don't need to see it. Well, fuck you. Maybe your kid needs to be picked on a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it was like uh, it was like an NBA team or something. They picked they picked on a guy, and then he finally uh, it was a rookie hazing almost for Rudolph. Yeah, only like it sent him to a near death experience. But yeah, close to it. Ray's tougher for the experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I guess some hazing kind of causes near death experiences too. In some cases, and some well, cases <laughs> cause death too, as frats are being. Uh, uh, well, it all worked out for Rudolph and friends. It's yes. the most important part of the story. Yes. Nobody got hurt. Oh, Honeymooners Christmas is good. <laughs> Honeymoon, okay, Honeymooners. I'd have to go back and watch that one. Uh, I did see this one recently. Different Strokes Christmas. Different strokes, Christmas. Okay. So, uh, Different strokes, Christmas. Uh, Arnold befriends a, um, one of the Santas that rings the bell. Uh, uh, what do you call that guy? What are those things called? Those holding the pots there. Yeah, I mean, a panhandler Santa. No, not a panhandler. He's, he's not asking for money? No, he is, but he's doing for charity, you know, for uh, Salvation Army guy. Oh, okay, Salvation Army. All right. And uh, so he befriends him, and then whatever, invite him up to the apartment. As you, I just I can't imagine inviting to some stranger up to your Fifth Avenue apartment, whatever. But they did, and the guy ends up like robbing the house. 
the Santa yeah. has to be a burglar, steals everything on Christmas Eve. They wake up the next morning, there's nothing there. Uh, Drummond catches him. Like they, fi- they figured out that it was him, lets him go. Lets him go. Yeah, because he's such a nice guy. He understands. He was poor? I guess. I mean, it's poor. Than... So he was a panhandling Santa, basically. He wasn't out there for charity. No, he was a thief, man. It's different. He's a professional. All right. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Everyone, he has his different. He has his different methods. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's uh, yeah. I don't, I don't see it going down like that. That's another thing. With, there's always a, like a lesson learned. Nobody, there's no justice. Let me see some justice. That's what I want to see in my eight thirty sitcoms. On uh, TGIF, right? You want to see someone learn their lesson, but you also want like he lets him go. He's just gonna go rob someone else now. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's walking away. As they don't show him walking away, he's he's playing it off. Off screen, he's going, "What a fucking sucker!" Yeah, I really dodged a bullet there. These yeah. idiots. <laughs> Got too close to that kid. I can't do that again. All right. Yeah, he's just helping him become a better criminal. At least in Bad Santa, he gets shot in the back a million times. Yeah, he does. He, de- he definitely gets his at the end in, in some fashion, yeah. Um, Do you watch any Hallmark? No. None. My wife watches a little bit. Oof. There was one on – she had one on this morning. What can I They're guess? They're all the same. Yeah, can I Go guess? ahead. You could take a crack. You could take a crack. So, uh, small time so – a small town girl – couldn't make it in the big city. Goes back home. Uh, well, wait, wait a second. What was the name of the? What was the name of the movie? Let me see if she taped it. She may. I think she may have taped it. <laughs> I, mean, I could do a little. Um, if I know the name, I could do a little better. I think. Okay. Ah, she must have deleted it. Let me see. There are recently deleted. Uh... It's always something though, like uh, Christmas cookies, or and it's like small small town girl like couldn't hack in the big city, goes back home, you know, starts baking cookies for like a charity or something, just to like help out and stay busy on the holidays. Some meets some handsome guy, and uh, they end up like making a little bake shop or something, and. Oh, you should stay here and open your own bakery. And then, like, Christmas comes. She's, she wants to go. She's like, oh, I'm going. I'm leaving on Christmas. But, they, you know, she doesn't leave on Christmas. She comes back, and she opens up a bakery or some shit. It's always something. <laughs> um, I could write, write a Hallmark movie, like, with my ass. Come on. I know. I think we should. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to use my ass. <laughs> uh, no, this one, I can't find the name of it, but... Uh, the the girl's a producer. Yeah, she okay. works for like that a magazine, right. maybe or a. Oh uh, uh, yeah, career career girl. Another another good career one. girl. No luck yep. with men. Gets involved with the wrong guys all the time. Yep. Okay. You know, her ex boyfriend Marco did a number on her. Is that his name, um, Marco? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I have that right. Because <laughs> I remember her friend being like, "Why do you just assume this guy's another Marco?" Hello. <laughs> um, so her boss wants her to do a story on this guy who 
I mean, he celebrates crazy. Christmas every day of the year. Oh, no. <laughs> His house is like a winter wonderland. Okay, so wait, did she yeah. get involved with this guy? Yeah. I mean, well, I left halfway through before I could end it, but I'm assuming they end up together. I, I mean, guess. I mean, if, if, like, if a girl goes to a guy's house and he's got like a poster of his favorite basketball player from when he was a kid on the wall, they're like, oh, yeah. this guy's got to grow up. This guy's house is a winter wonderland. And she's like, oh, yeah. now we're talking. This is my kind of guy here. Yeah. Like in real life, this is a guy who, you know, this is his mother's basement is a winter wonderland. He's got some, some like dork man. with glasses. This guy opens the door, fucking six pack, like perfectly manicured beard, you know, smile that could just convince a chick to do anything. This is the guy that's celebrating Christmas single. every day of the year. He's single. Well, I think that's a, that kind of quirk. Is that really I could believe that he's single. That part I could actually believe. But, you know, the fact that he looked the way he did, a yeah. little, little suspicious. He should, he should be examined, okay? If he's got his house, his, if he's celebrating Christmas every day of the year and he's at a winter wonderland in his house, 365, he should be examined. He, he yeah. shouldn't be out there. This poor woman, she's getting involved with another wrong guy. Yeah. It's like, no shit. There's never and any then, By the looks of this chick, like, she, didn't have, she shouldn't have had a problem finding uh, a man, okay? <laughs> neither of these people, neither of these people should have had much of a problem, okay? What was the name, but, of, the movie? What was the name of the movie? I can't, oh, you uh, I can't find I thought it. You found, all right, I thought you just found it. I don't even know what channel the Hallmark... It's gotta be seventeen hundreds, let's say. I can't even give you a ballpark guess. Mr. Three. I can't even give you an Mr. actor or, or actress. Is it Forever Christmas or Mr. That Th- I think that's it. Forever or Mr. Three Sixty Five. Forever Christmas sounds right. These are both. So listen, there's two movies there. One's Forever Christmas, one's Mr. 365. Mr. 365 is when a workaholic reality TV producer, Sophie, starts working on a holiday season show about Will. Yes, I wild, found it. That's it. A wildly sexy guy who celebrates Christmas every day of the year. <laughs> wildly sexy. Wildly sexy man that celebrates Christmas every day of the year. Dime a dozen, those guys. Ladies, <laughs> dime a dozen. Is it Mr. 365? Oh, okay. No, it's Forever Christmas. I found okay, it. Okay, I got it, yeah. What? Chelsea Hobbs is the lead actress. She probably only does Hallmark movies. I guess it's not a terrible gig. No. You find your lane, you know? I'm doing Hallmark movies. Bang out one Christmas movie a year. Keep the lights on. One Christmas movie a year, man. I think you're doing doing like three or four of them a year. Yeah, you probably could. I mean, these movies shouldn't take long to... uh, Get out there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, the Hallmark ones, we should definitely write. That would be like our follow-up to SantaCon. We'll do like a one for Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be very hard. No, it would be hard to make it like, what's the word? Like not funny, but it would be hard to make it. They might read it and think like, this is too good. <laughs> We're calling Warner Brothers. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, they're pretty much all the same. Like Christmas tree salesman, uh, like is losing his farm or something. Yeah, 
And like some smoking hot chick is the only person who could help him. And they fall in love and save the farm. Yeah. It's, it's so easy. Because every guy that works on a Christmas tree farm is just. Well, it's his father's you know. farm. It's his father's farm. And he inherited the business. So that's why, you know, he's been. That's he, what this guy did. He inherited the house that he turned into a winter wonderland from his grandparents who were big into Christmas. Parents died when he was young. And in yeah. their memory. I yeah, man, that's if you're doing that, you need help. You need to talk to somebody. Yeah. If your if your memory of your parents means that you need to put up a Christmas tree for every day of the year, and you got to have light. And first of all, I'm a big fan of the lights. I don't mind like lights in the house if you're not celebrating Christmas. That's fine. Yeah. I'm cool with that. However, if it's the full on ornaments and tinsel and trees and uh, whatever the fuck else there is, bulbs and other kind of shit. Noel and whatever. That's too much, man. You need help. You can't be hanging on to the past like that. You have to move on. You need to take a step into the present. Never wonder why yeah. there's no sequels to these fucking Hallmark movies. Because they end up... It's all downhill after the end. After the great ending that you leave on, it's all downhill after that. Yeah, as soon there's as he moment- commits to... As soon as he commits to her, she's like, uh, so... Uh... You want to do something about that kitchen? Maybe <laughs> a little renovation. Yeah, I mean, she moves in there, man, and she, uh, what's for dinner tonight? Like, or what do you want to drink? Uh, eggnog? Yeah, you know? I don't know. Where's my keys? Where, where if I see keys? another fucking candy cane, <laughs> where are my keys? Do you check the stockings? Like, come on, there's too much going on there, man. You can't live like that. Yeah. That's a fantasy world, man. It's a, it's a fantasy world that shouldn't even be in a Hallmark movie. It's a little much. It's a little much. It's Hallmark. What are you going to do? It's Hallmark. All right. That's the next one. After Santa Con, we'll do the Christmas tree salesman. Something like that. Yeah. The, the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree salesman con. No, no. He's not just a Christmas. He doesn't, not just a Christmas tree salesman. He is a Christmas tree. Yeah. He loves his job that much. He believes he's a Christmas tree. And some smoking hot woman comes. Like he goes home and sleeps in the Christmas tree, like standing up, like Batman. Standing up, he sleeps in the Christmas tree. <laughs> Wraps himself in his lights. <laughs> he me. loves sap. He loves rolling around in sap. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, well, I, don't, I feel for you, man. Those Hallmark movies are tough. Tough to watch. Yeah, I got out of there 40 minutes in maybe yeah yeah so what i needed to say it's all the good stuff you know and you can and you can make you can you can make pretty good uh commentary i don't know if they appreciate that when you do that but yeah no nah, I mean, she knows i mean <laughs> she laughs herself and she knows the deal that's good she's in on, in on the joke that's good in on the joke yeah yeah, yeah i don't picture joke. i don't picture sitting there with like a box of tissues and no uh, no i would i would have to then there'd be some serious commentary. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to let that go. Will crying because Will Saunders uh, found his soulmate. <laughs> of, of all places. Yeah. <laughs> the Christmas tree farm. All right. Well, quality Christmas episode. Aunt. Should give should give the fans and the loyal listeners uh Something to do, something to have on in the background on their Christmas Eve errands. Yeah, some errands, maybe your cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, we'll be there for you. Yeah, we're there. We're here. 
All right. And that, with that being said, thanks for listening to everybody. As always, have a Merry Christmas. We'll be back uh, over the weekend with some picks. Ant? Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, taking your time to uh, – taking your time uh, celebrating the holiday to give us a listen. Um, we'll see you later on in the week, like you said, with uh, some picks. Until then, Merry Christmas to all. And to, and all, to all, a good, a good night. <laughs> oh, I thought you were throwing to me. All right, sorry. <laughs> I guess we can mention in the post show it's also the Greek's birthday. It wouldn't, wouldn't dare to Is take it. Yeah, of course. Did not really. I knew it was this time of year, but I, never, I didn't know exactly what day. Is he waiting for a happy birthday? No, I just texted him just now. I just remembered. Oh. But, yeah, it's been a long time uh, since we spent his birthday celebrating with him in a seedy hotel with a bunch of drunks and drug abusers. Do you have to make any stops? I'm I'm trying to get to... Rocco's in the morning before work. There's going to be like a serious line there probably, right? I don't think so because Christmas Eve gets started late. So I would assume that people wouldn't be doing it. I feel like Easter, people get there before church. Christmas Eve doesn't get... So if I get there like at 8, I can make it to work by 9? I would uh, I would get there at 7.45, but yeah. Just play it safe. I think it would, I don't think it'd be a problem though. All right. What's the best pie they got? Regat, coconut cream, chocolate lemon. Cho- ah, see, I'm not a big lemon guy. I won't call chocolate lemon. I don't know if they're the pies from there. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever gotten a pie from there. But I think I got to get one and some breads. Just trying to make one stop and just get something for every place I got to go to at Rocco's. Smart, smart. So I don't move. have to go to another store. Smart move. Yeah, I don't think I have any stops to make tomorrow. That's the only. Well, that's the only actual like place I'm going to, not including like houses. Oh, houses. That's the only stops. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna see what time we get rolling tomorrow, and then I'll put the feelers out and see where, uh, see where people will be and when they'll be there, and if I'm welcome there. Stop by for one. 50-50, yeah, bro. But if they uh, try to make me stay for more than one drink, my allotted drink total, then I'm going to have a problem with them. I'm going to cancel them. <laughs> just one. Just one and I got to go. <laughs> you really can't stay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We don't, we don't put up nearly as much of a fight as uh, <laughs> Vanessa Williams or whoever. <laughs> Whoever else. Yeah, it'd be a much shorter song. Not not that it's a 19-minute epic or anything like that, but it'd be a much yeah. shorter song if it was us being offered that drink. And it could be 75 and sunny. <laughs> Forget about being cold. Yeah, fuck that. I want to stay in the AC, man. <laughs> man, it's a scorcher out there. Have <laughs> another beer. Oh, all right. You're going to get heat stroke. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Three lines. That's it. End of the end of the end of the song. Yep. Uh, all right. 
Oh, the Run DMC yeah. song we forgot to mention. That was another one. Oh, Christmas in Hollis is great. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That was the only one on my list that I don't think we got to. That one. Or Feliz Navidad. Okay. Yeah, Jose Feliciano. No, that's good. I like Jose Feliciano. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention we talk about like how you you, uh, you hear uh, certain Christmas songs and the movie comes to mind. That's like yeah. the, the Ronettes with Frosty the Snowman. And you're you're all, you're in the bar after Lufthansa heist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I was transported there. That's good, fellas, for uh, like the amateurs out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what uh, what song? What Christmas songs are in diner? Oh shit! It's not run. Uh, what's what's what song is playing when he's beating up the three wise men? It's not Silent Night, is it? No, I thought it was something upbeat. Um, let's see. Diner soundtrack. I don't know if I see any. And the best, the best Sinatra Christmas song is the Christmas Waltz. Christmas Waltz is a good one, yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just looked at the soundtrack and I didn't see any Christmas songs, but I also did a quick skim. Well, he's singing A Little Town of Bethlehem, I think. While he's Yes, that's the song I'm thinking of. That's not the song that's while playing. He, while he's sitting there, he's singing it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Bacon beats up the wise men. I think the whole movie is on uh, YouTube because it's not on wow. any of the it's not on any of the movie channels or anything. At least it wasn't last time I checked. Let me see. You could probably get the. See, yeah, it's still on here. It says Diner nineteen eighty two, Mickey Rourke, full movie. Wow, putting the guy right at the uh, the star, right at the front of the. Uh, oh wait, I think. Let's see if I can get it. Full movie. Full movie. On YouTube. On YouTube. Oh, that's wild. How can they do this? Let's see if you can find it first. <laughs> I don't know why I can't find it. Carol Heatro. It's towards the. Uh, it's after. Oh, it's after his brother won't give him any money. Spend the night in jail. Ooh. I don't think it's a Christmas song. <laughs> no. Then there's another part. What the fuck is it? 
It's about an hour in. Oh, it's a brother, yeah, scumbag. <laughs> I got it right here. What did you say? Would you put put the damn sheep down? Oh, it skips over. Oh, I think they cut it. They cut it out. Yep. That's a shame. Maybe it was, maybe it's cold outside. Was playing. They had to they had to cut it out. Edited version. That's a shame. Why cut that out? Like the whole movie's basically in. It was Run Run Rudolph. It might be Run Run Rudolph. Yeah. Could be. That's so yeah. odd they cut that specific scene out that we needed. <laughs> Scumbags. All right. All right. Let me get this shit out. All right. Well, that'll be the homework assignment. We've got to find that scene. Yep. Yep. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace.